Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents And One, a weekly podcast about the National Basketball Association, keeping you up to date with professional basketball players, games, and headlines across the league. Here are your hosts, Josh Counts and Aiden Butler. The And One podcast starts now. Welcome back to the And One Podcast, episode four on here on November 13th, 2023. Your two hosts, Aiden and Josh, here in the conference studio, joined by Aiden Doherty and Aaron Hook. Aaron, uh, first time this year, I believe, on the podcast, right? Yep. Yep. All right. That, so is, that is for sure. And, two, uh, two Sixers fans, two Knicks fans as well today. So I, I had to help my boy Josh out. You know, usually he's outnumbered, but. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I had to get on here, especially because Julius Randle's nationwide tour is, is slowly coming to an end. So I think, <laughs> thank the, God, thankfully the, for me too, because I'm a betting man, as as you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you participate, not maybe not as much as others, in the Julius Randle slander. Yet you bet on him. <sighs> Where's because the where's the disconnect? His there? boards always do look some exactly. juicy. They always look juicy. <laughs> exactly. well, sure, yeah. You tell me he can't grab eight. <laughs> My logic is True. he's a great rebounder. And Terrible he, shooter. He can't shoot that bad for that long. That's, he, that's my life. And he lets it fly. I mean, yeah. he lets it like, no, he doesn't. He thinks he's Steph Curry when he's not. Like, yeah, but he lets it fly. That's why. May so not, it, it may not go in on Yeah, that. but, that's not, but that's at least gives point. me like hope that he, he can score those points. <laughs> he can score 24. Yo, it's painful watching Julius Randle play basketball. Like I'm sorry. You know, I, it's like, weird because every time I watch the Knicks, like, I actually kind of always feel like, hmm, Julius Randle might be underrated. And then, well, and then no. like, I can't watch every game. But he's not. It's just like he's it's perfectly. Just like, I can tell you, he perfectly raised <laughs> where he's I, I, at. I think some aspects of his game are a little underrated, Josh. Like when we watch him, I don't think he gets the credit for being a playmaker as much as he is. Okay, that's true. Five assists in game. I mean, it's not just that though. I mean, assists are like, you know, they're nice, and he does average five a game for for a guy six eight since nine. That's pretty good. But uh, the offense just kind of flows when he's out there, man. And I know he can be a bit of a ball stopper at times, but... Uh, that's my issue. That's that what it is for me. It's sometimes a decision-making is Yeah. Little. No, I, that's fair. I literally watched this man do a jab step, jab step. I'm like, yo, the paint is wide open. Why are you uh, shooting a three? Like, that irks me so much when I see bad basketball. He he hasn't been he hasn't been playing as, as inside this year, which kind of makes me scratch my head because that's always been a big part of his game is just kind of using his strength down low. But uh, he's been settling for a lot more jumpers. He played well um, yesterday against might Charlotte. Well, might as well talk about it as well. So yeah. 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 What do you, I think he had 23 and like five assists again. Yeah. And he shot well from the floor for like the first time this year. So, I mean, you know, uh, hopefully he just is on an upward trajectory. But um I mean, look, when the Knicks, they're, they're three guys, Bronson, Randall, Barrett, when they all score 20, their record is very, very good. I'm so about that's to say, the formula when, to Barrett, when Barrett goes off and gets like 20 to 20, 24 to 20, he can he uh, will, will, will most likely win. He's been playing very well this year. He's shooting 50% from three. So, I mean, RJ proved had three-point shooting. If it's just a minor step up, man, again, I, I think because the Knicks drafted him and he was their first top three pitch since Porzingis and everyone was like, he has to be it right away. Like two, three years in, he's got to be I a like superstar. The, I don't think it has to be like that, Josh. I like the RJ pick anyway because I always thought even though Zion, the height was around Zion, I always felt like RJ was the better player than Zion. Well, what does uh, I mean? RJ Barrett stays on the floor, doesn't he? Yeah, like I mean, I've Zion always felt, I always felt like I think Zion had the explosiveness and the hype and hoopla. And don't get me wrong, that's all great, and he's living, he's somewhat living up to. I'm not gonna say he's living up to it, but RJ to me was the complete player. He was the glue of that um that Duke oh, that Duke yeah. offense in that team. I think the one question though was his outside shooting, but it's taken a big step up this year. Yeah. Um so that's been good to see. But um I just want him to attack the basket more when he that I saw shots not falling. You gotta attack the basket. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean I did. He he'll get there. He's only twenty three, so I mean again, he's got a few years before he truly hits his uh his prime. But, you know, the Knicks are one thing I know we want to get into um into the into the Sixers because admittedly um, they look like they the are best, really, really good. The <laughs> best team in NBA right now is the Sixers. Yeah, I, you can probably make a pretty good argument for it. I didn't think I'd say it, but mm. I, I remember being here in the, in before the season started. And I'm not usually a guy that's you know always riding down for my team. I understood that the Sixers had their woes, but 
it was interesting to see people think that they were just going to be a not top three team in the East even just Sixers because. Fans too. Yeah, even Sixers fans. And now they're all back in. Yeah. Uh, it only took, you know, Maxi being Maxi and B being Embiid and, and Nick and us having a. <laughs> shots to them because they had a great game yeah, last night. They did. And then uh, Nick Nurse finally. They got a coach in Philly, and he just the small things he does makes a big impact on the game as a whole. And I, I don't know why people didn't see that. Everyone wants to make jokes about Doc Rivers, but when Doc Rivers gets fired and gets replaced with a top five head coach in the NBA, it's like nothing. Happened. It's like no, yeah, it's like <laughs> oh well, you know, Sixers, you know, just gonna choke again in the second round. Like I never thought Doc was always a top five, a top well, top. No, I mean Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse. Top five oh, coach. Nick Nurse. It was tricky because a lot of people looked at Kawhi more than Nick Nurse. That's yeah. the thing. The thing it, is, though, the Raptors were really good post Kawhi still, even with yeah. not the best talent. But obviously, they they still just didn't have enough talent to get past like the, the Tatum Celtics. And I always and, felt like they were in a small market where you can't recruit free agents to come play with you. Yeah. Who wants to knock on the door and come play for Toronto and Canada? You pretty much would have to get Drake to go ask the person to. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. <laughs> they also had bad GMing, uh, Masai. Uh, was he still there? Yeah, somehow yeah. Uh, he's still there because he's he's like Doc Rivers with the 08 championship ring he's the, the Kawhi trade is his dog like he hasn't made a good move since then I mean dressed Scotty Barnes I guess it's kind we'll of see. turning I out like, into a good move say, I, I, like, don't, I don't we'll see Scottie, we'll see but like every time there's been a deadline move like speaking of Maxi, there was I'm not I don't think the Sixers would have done it but the Raptors didn't entertain talks for Kyle Lowry where they possibly could have gotten Tyrese Maxi back in that deal back in 2021 mm-hmm. they didn't entertain they those out talks on it now uh, and, and just he, he really had, I mean we're getting off topic here but he really, he really is becoming like the Doc Rivers in the front office with that Kawhi trade Sixers last night got the win over the Indiana Pacers who a team I'm personally high on this year they and, look good though still yeah and yeah. so Tuesday's game I'll be there for the in season tournament I'm excited to see oh you gonna be there live yeah, I'm okay. excited to see the court in person hopefully yeah. it doesn't tear up my eyes as some of them look like ugly colors it? it's, it's like red with a blue stripe in the middle oh, I was gonna yeah. be blue. It's weird. Like I don't like the red because it's the red on the outside. That that I was about to say cuss, but that the red the red like the red I saw from Chicago made my eyes that, hurt. Okay, that, yeah, we can talk about it real quick. Yeah, like, that, that's <laughs> like, because I, some of them are beautiful. Like that the Pistons suns. and the, the Suns. Yeah. The Suns, the suns the was good. The was Suns was beautiful. Good. But the Bulls, I think they were the first ever in season tournament game. I saw. I didn't watch the game, but I saw highlights. I was oh my gosh. I, I don't know how people were consistently looking at that. It was just like that hurt. Exactly. It was hard to look and at. And I can't focus on the like I'm cool with like maybe a couple of designs on the court, but when it's like a bright behind color, I want I want to look at the players. Yeah. And I don't even I guess there's there's a few others that are nice. Um Memphis is kind of there's just weird. This is just like a dull gray for the most part. We're gonna talk about when it comes down. Yeah. We're we we gonna we talk will. about Memphis and a certain other segment team. too, yeah. Uh but back to the Sixers real quick though. Uh Tyrese Maxey. 50 burger. <laughs> I mean, it, so the Pacers are a great offensive team. They shot 52% from the field last year. They are not a good defensive team. I'm not, excuse me, not, I don't know. If it's Which is night. weird. They got Bruce Brown, but like Bruce Brown's yeah. having trouble trying to get get around Matt, like Which stay I, with Maxie. I didn't see the, the clip of the yeah. picture you sent until. Yo, Maxie was cooking that. them dudes, though. Yeah. He I was know. hitting them with crossovers and step back. I thought I was looking at prime James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, is, is see the thing about Maxi to me was he last year he kind of never really got the ball. Which, by the way, t- before I go on, Doc Rivers, by the way, benched that man uh, just ten months ago and sent him to the bench. Uh, Who, Maxi? Yeah, yeah. The, for D'Anthony Mellon. Um, so, but on that note, oh no, Tyrese Maxi has kind of really gotten the keys for the first time in ever. Uh, for the Sixers and his change of pace is beautiful. He he controls the game now, which is weird to think because it felt like he always rushed sometimes. Uh, yeah. even dating back to last year and the year before that, he always rushed. But now he, he he controls the pace. He manipulates everybody. And look, it it's not fair. It's like he's like De'Aaron Fox if he was a top three shooter in the NBA. Now, De'Aaron Fox probably is a little bit better of a finisher than Tyrese Maxey, but mm-hmm. you combine that speed and that threat of driving to the lane and then combine that with the step back that he's added, it's it, it makes no sense how how you're supposed to guard him. I mean, you need like everyone to have their eyes on him because if you look, he gets past you if you, if you blink for a split second. And then if you try to 
guard the the drive. He's just going to step back or or pull it. That's the one thing with the Sixers they do. They run a lot more screens than they did under Doc Rivers. And if you go over that screen, Maxi will drive. If you go under that screen, Maxi will make you pay because he shoots like forty four percent from three. I want to ask a question when it comes uh, when you said something about Maxi. I have meaning more freedom. Was Maxi positioned usually the two? Yeah. So now that now they got him starting at the one, mm-hmm. so he's now the the yeah. the, 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 the uh, what's the one I want to use the the facilitator of the yeah. offense. Yeah. I think that's the reason why we've been seeing Maxi's growth jump from last year to this. Like this is a tremendous jump, like a fifty point game. Yeah. I was like, okay, I knew he was good, and it didn't feel like out of the ordinary, which is the crazy thing. Like, like it, it just did, felt like he and, was just doing and, what he normally does. And in the first season, first episode, we talked about potential like. And most improved players. Yeah, he was an Maxi. Maxi might be leading that. Cat, uh, he leading absolutely that. is. Yeah, like, I think yeah. he's making that that like the SGA yeah. jump that he just that like. SGA this just is made. a phenomenal lead, and I'm like, I've already said like, yo, Maxi will be a, if not if he's not a starting all star, mm-hmm. he coming up. He's a reserve all star. It's crazy because it, it it might be him and the other Tyrese Halliburton as a starting yeah. guard, which yeah. is kind of be like a weird change in the Eastern Conference because yeah. it's kind of been a lot of similar names with you know Kyrie always being there. I like it though. Yeah, yeah. I like. Like I like it. it's gonna be like Embiid and honestly like a bunch of different guys. I'm uh, you Tatum, have Embiid, obviously. Cam Thomas will probably be there if he mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson. Healthy. Brunson, yeah. See, like it's, I don't it's, even know it's, who I would. Give it's like for brand new young guys, young guards that you know. I think that's what you need to do because the West still has most of the, the superstars. The West, dude, the West, the whole All Star team might be like thirty plus <laughs> outside like SGA. Yeah, like, might be Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious <laughs> how many of the Minnesota players will get in. Maybe Cat and Ant will get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go Bear, Go Bear, actually. Go Bear not getting in. I know, but he, he, I would, he, he, he's, I will arrest somebody he's if they vote for Go Bear. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Maxi, you know, like the thing is, I, I didn't even realize that he shot 43% from three last yeah. year. I knew, like, I knew he did fire that thing, man, but like eight attempts at 43% this year <laughs> is, like, is pretty nuts. That's like pretty, like, ridiculous numbers. Um, you know, I, I, he's just fun to watch. Like he really is. Even if, even if um, it was just the eye test, man. He uh, obviously coming out of Kentucky, mm. he was kind of that um, that kind of shorter one slash yeah. two. Like he, like how how big is he? Six six three. Six three. Six three. So. Maybe not ideal size for like a modern point guard, but I mean it doesn't really matter. He's a really good finisher too. Uh, you mentioned and, dot the quickness is is the thing for me yeah. because the the fact that uh, he moves the way he does and also is just so poised with that step back. It's so quick, mm. but I mean it's so good. Um, I, I think Philly moving off of James Harden and really just like unlocking Matsy. Has has been the thing that they've been looking to do for a while. It's just next to Embiid, you need a guy who can really kind of take the leap into being a true star. And obviously, you had Jimmy Butler there all those years ago. But Maxi is a guy who it's like plays, perfectly fit. He plays so well off of Embiid. I, I think, and the Citrus with that Harden trade that you obviously got all yeah. the players back that now can just fill roles. Uh, Nicholas done a great job. Nicholas Batum, you got Batum's done a good job. You which, got Robert Covington, like. King and Marty, like you have depth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I think to your point of, like, oh Patrick, Be- I'll be forgetting Patrick Beverly's even on his yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's actually working. He's actually been really, yeah, he's like, actually. I'll like, be forgetting Patrick nice Beverly's on his team. That, it's so nice having a guy that just like literally will do anything to get a loose ball. He doesn't like, care. He dude. does not care. He plays <laughs> ten minutes, and he makes sure he, you Honestly, know he played ten minutes. I think I, from Tuesday, I might be most excited to see him play. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> when it goes dude, down to but it. I saw him, I, when I was at the game against the Wizards. He had like a crazy sequence where he got mm-hmm. like three offensive boards and like two possessions, and like I hit like a I think three. I, I think I remember. Yeah, it. yeah. But uh, I on to Aaron's point of like how they fit. Like Jimmy Butler was a, is a great player. Uh, next to Embiid, though, it's a little bit weird fix since they both work in that mid range area. Maxi just it, you. You guys remember watching even just just the playoffs as a whole, uh, or specifically the finals with uh, Nicole Jok- Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray? How they would just kind of run that two man yeah. game, the, yep. the dribble handoff. I, I call it Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, and, that was like, was and like the Shaq Sixers can do that with Embiid. You couldn't do that with Harden because Harden don't really run off ball. <laughs> like, yeah, he's too slow. Yeah. but now they do that with Maxi. And by the way, Doc Rivers never ran like a dribble handoff. I don't think he knew what that was. <laughs> But Maxi, he just takes dribble handoffs, and I saw saw it last night a lot. Like you, you dribble handoff. Bruce Brown goes over, you know, and tries to follow Maxi from the back, and then 
Maxi just beats Miles Turner to the right. rim because he's so quick. And then Bruce Brown tries going under. Maxi stops, shoots from the top of the key. Like that's the, as good of a look you're ever going to get. By the way, you want to commit to him with both guys. Well, then you have Joel Embiid who can either <laughs> shoot it or any other player on the floor I against think, him down low. Think, Fifteen feet in is I'm just about a to say, I think this helps Joel Embiid now because Maxi is starting to become more of a threat. Yeah. Oh yeah, Embiid yeah. doesn't, Embiid, Embiid, Embiid Embiid doesn't was, have to hang outside. Embiid <laughs> can go down low. So now I'm like, oh, oh do yeah. I triple team? Do yeah. I double team him? Maxi gets the ball, man, dude. Embiid, I was at the what game was it was it the Wizards game that Maxi no it was the Suns game the Suns game was kind of close in the fourth quarter but Maxi took over and just pulled it away and MB got a whole fourth quarter off and then last night I remember it was like a one point game at the start of the fourth quarter and B like comes tries to come back in in his normal time with like 630 left in yeah. the fourth and Maxi went on a little bit of a run. They were already up like eight. And then he goes on another run, and, and B's like just sitting at the scores table for like two and a half minutes because Maxi's just cooking him for, for two and a half minutes straight. And then he just comes in and kind of just is just there to make sure that they didn't completely sell the game. And it's a lot easier, especially it feels like he has to he had to do a lot in recent years which is why I thought he should have won MVP pretty much every year due to the fact that everything had a, if if Embiid had a cold night oh, it, it was over <laughs> like that game was over <laughs> like but now it's like Embiid some nights he he could he could shoot 10 for 25 and it won't matter also yeah. cuz his impact also he might get a defensive player of the year award because his legs are fresh on that end now now instead of him having to touch the ball and he's been one of the best defenders in the NBA statistically already through uh, nine or ten games depending on what team so it just helps as a whole lot and it's also just fun to have that electric guard because I mean every time Tyrese Maxey has a big night it feels like we're hearing first guard since Iverson you know f- for the Sixers like and it's just like I'm high on him but it just it feels weird to say that he could be on a career path that we don't know like I I thought last night like, are we looking at 2015 Steph Curry? Like, <laughs> like, like, I, like, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Steph Curry is, like, in yeah. his prime. But, like, right now, like, he looks, like, a little bit better than the 2015 Steph Curry we saw. And yeah. it's easy to back it up because we've seen this flashes of this in previous seasons. Yeah. He's just never been able to really control it and, you know, control his playing time when it comes down to things like that. Right now, Tyrese Maxey, number nine in scoring 28. Point six a game. He uh, might be an MVP candidate. Oh, his, even his I'm, defense. I, I think he's I like a top it's, ten it's MVP vote. Early MVP sadly, voting. He's up there. Yeah. Sadly, Embiid will take the award away from Maxi. And then Maxi will take the award away from Embiid. Embiid is, I would say currently as because I, I I saw a link that Embiid is currently number one in the early MVP vote. Yeah, and then it was it's, like it's him and Jokic again. We're back. Yeah, him and Jokic. <laughs> then you had like you can't escape it. You had Tatum, Luca, and SGA. Yeah. Honestly, I'm fine. I'm fine with whatever. Honestly, like I got, we got one, and B got one MVP. Um, the job so I don't really care about MVP, but it'd be nice. It'd be nice. I'm just, <laughs> I'm really just worried about you know the Aprils and Mays. But it's early now. I'm just enjoying yeah. basketball, which is kind of weird because I've always been haven't been able to enjoy it. It feels like Sixers will blow a team out. I'll still be angry, <laughs> like because they just don't do, like, they don't play like I think beautiful it's basketball. The, as I think much. it's because of the Phillies. The Phillies think it's still on y'all. Mm. And you're worried, like, yo, that's that in the back of the mind, you're worried that you're the It always is, but it's always like... You're more confident in the Eagles than the Sixers. Yeah. To wrap up this Sixers talk, you know, over the weekend, I forget which day it was exactly, but uh, Kelly Oubre, a guy who has been playing... Saturday night, I think. Lights out. uh, Is easily, probably, actually, you know, can't even really say he's been the third best player, third best starter for the Sixers, because Tobias has been pretty consistent for Mm -hmm. the season as well. But Kelly was easily having the best, you know, start to his career that he's had so far and then Saturday night I believe yeah Saturday night gets hit by a car in Center City in Philly you know when I got I was telling uh Locke earlier off and when we were in the uh, office earlier today I was like when I first got the news it didn't say like okay they took him to the hospital afterwards or anything like that it yeah just, I was I was my heart sank I was like oh my gosh now when I first saw it what I, I think reported it I thought I thought we extended Kelly Bray and I got excited I was like <laughs> I was so you like you should have seen yeah, the, right. the, the, the double take I took because all you saw was, you know, when you get the Twitter notification, you see, you know, the picture in the right right corner Breaking of that. News. So I see Kelly Oubre and I'm like, oh, and obviously like, he didn't get hurt against the Pistons. Like, you know, he was perfectly fine. And then I see Sixers guard Kelly Oubre. Hit and and I'm like, I'm like, oh, we better get in a, an extension. And then do my heart sunk because honestly, Thoughts like, and prayers you see that, you see that and you're like, wow, like I can't like thank 
God, he's alive. Like, yeah, it doesn't they, become about basketball yeah. Woj, after that. I didn't follow it I, locally. I should have actually. But Loge reported um, that he got sent to the hospital. It was like like a little bit, some injuries, but minor at the at the same time. He was able to get discharged and go home. So now he's in like recovery and all that. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, know, I like. Be they careful. said he's going to miss like a good amount of time. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I don't Apparently expect. They're, they're getting, he's getting reevaluated yeah, in so the week. Actually, but I like, think that I, might just be. I, uh, are you looking at the Keith uh, Pompey article? No, but I was just, just put something out like oh, a he couple did? minutes ago. Okay. What did he say? The team actually visited Ubre today after practice. But mm, that's cool. They say so. Broken rib, uh, injuries to his hip and his right leg. Jeez. But they also said that he was going to be out for an extended period of time. But according to this article. Keith Pompey is a very big yeah. Sixers guy. We might so. not see him until like All-Star. Nick Nurse said Uber will be back to join the team to observe practice by Tuesday. He will wow. be reevaluated in a week. So, I don't think he's coming back like till probably after Christmas. Oh yeah, probably. I, I want to say I'll say All Star at best. I'll say All Star at best. Even that's, for him being reevaluated in a week is much better than I thought that we were going to be at. But him. yeah, I'm about to say yeah. But yeah, like living out in Philly, I got a friend. I got a friend out there who's also a biker. Mm, oh, like okay. he's been hit by one. Yeah. There was videos. He got coming. hit on like one of the. Biggest lit up streets in Philadelphia. Remember, uh, it makes no sense. AJ Brown almost got hit. Too. Yeah, I was just about to say that. That AJ, I saw a video that AJ Brown got hit. I said, yo, yo I don't live in Philly, but yo, yo, like, the disclosure of this, for the disclosure of this conversation, I've also been a, a person that's been that's also hit a biker on with my car. <laughs> Also, you you, you in, tr- introduced that properly there. Yes, you, you for disclosure right. of this information. Right. Now, Greg, we pieced it up. It was my neighbor. It was okay. He's good. Do we want to put this out? <laughs> it's fine. The statute of limitations. Josh is going his door tomorrow. The statute of limitations is over on that. So we have a we're warrant. Good. <laughs> we're good. He's the one that said AJ Brown, dude. <laughs> So much. It's crazy. Like yo, sometimes you be hitting people on the bike, but no, you gotta be careful. I'm glad Kelly Uber is all right, and Dawson Frey is all with him and his family because that was a scary situation. Yeah, that was a scary situation. It was really scary. Uh, whenever stuff happened, like you just kind of forget that. Like, what are these guys doing on an off day? Like Kelly yeah. Uber is living in Philadelphia. To the what do you think he's doing? Like he's going to practice. He's going yeah. to shoot around. He's going to. He's going to the gym. But then he's probably going and enjoying his day in the city, doing what? Yeah, getting yeah. groceries, going out to eat. I'm about whatever. Center City is like I, we've all been to Philly. Like, we've all been in city, Center City before. So. Yeah, and it's crazy, we gotta find man. that driver. It is crazy. I'm still going flat. I, I still he got out of there. Fat. He fled. I'm sure I, they'll find. Yeah, they'll, I, I find it hard now. to believe that they still don't got no. I haven't seen no camera, no looking it's nothing. Weird, yeah, I'm like, it's one of the busiest streets, and there's a bunch of stores. I think there's like a like not Gucci stores, but like some types of those brands are by that. It's some nice stores over. Yeah. Is it like the fa- is that like the fashion district? It, it's near it. It's by, yeah, okay. it's it's right by it. Let's just say it's, it's bigger than our bank accounts. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've been sure. I've been there maybe once. The yeah, it's not by the Reading Terminal When you walk by, and you think about what you're going to buy when you're rich. <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> I mean, I'm coming back to the decade for that. <laughs> I will tell you if Ubre on Tuesday is on the bench for that game. Uh, oh, his dude, his uh, comeback that place is going yeah. to go. Crazy if he's on the bench for that game on Tuesday, but yeah. Kelly Oubre, have him in our thoughts and prayers. Hopefully, he can get healthy pretty soon. Moving on to the next part of this segment, uh, Josh, you're going to start this one up for us. The uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Ooh, what's been going on with them? All right, another disclosure. This is from my best friend Mo. That's why I put this in here because you know he's a big Clipper fan, and he had to call me last night after they suffered their fourth straight loss in the James Harden era, and he had vents. It's bad, guys. It is. It's bad. Like I, I don't like. I don't even know how to start this. I know you passed it to me, but it, I don't is know. It four straight now. It's four straight I losses. Think it's five, but four with Harden. I want to say or. Did I, did I I, it, they lost to the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm. It, they're oh, I think they are zero and four with Harden. Yeah, and I, I don't think know. They lost a game right yeah, before the trade. Lost five they lost five. Okay, that's five right games. After the trade. Okay, it's five games. Five straight games losses. Zero and four since the trade for James Harden, and they lost to the arguably right now the worst team in the NBA without yeah. their star player in John Morant in the Memphis Grizzlies. Desmond Bain dropped 26. Marcus Smart got a late-in-sequence assist at the last second. That was a beautiful pass, by the way. And oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a, it was a beautiful pass. And I got a dog, James Harden. It's time to have a discussion. It's time <laughs> to start a dialogue. Did you see, Josh? I th- I don't know whose post-game show it was, but there was a guy. Dallas? 
Yeah, I just was Dallas. It was Dallas. So that that dude. I don't even know who that was. I, yeah. I don't know who that was I either. Think he is their play by play, but for some reason he was. He, on the was, he fried him up. He said, "You not the beard. You not the system. Mm. You the problem." Mm. I was like, "God, see, damn, see." I understood where that guy was coming from, mm. but he also came from the side of you're clearly looking to hate on Harden. You yeah. also don't mention the fact that he. Woodley, his prime ran into the best team We're not of t- all time. Well, okay, okay. And Chris on. Paul's hamstring goes out. Hold up, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Yes, you are correct in terms of his prime was with the bet he had he had to go up against the yeah, best yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's no excuse with the last. But he was also bringing years. that up to say that he wasn't he was, good enough. Yeah. Like he was bringing up his whole career. Like I don't, I understand if he, you if you hate he, on not hate, but like I, I understand. Leave me up, Houston. Houston went through a rebuild and all that. Fine, you want to get out of here. I under, I even understand the whole Brooklyn situation though. Yeah. You had Katie and Kyrie. You ain't want to deal with Kyrie. He became a pain in the you know what. You go to your dream situation with Embiid. You became the you become the main ball handler, so where you can facilitate, pass the ball and get your shots off and do your dance. You leave Embiid. Now you in L.A. with Talu, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. These dudes can't play together. No, they can't. Yeah, it's they impossible. can't. It's, it's weird because. I think, like, Ty Lue to me, I was actually impressed with him in that first year, but I think he is just literally Doc Rivers 2.0, sadly. I don't think like, no, I, think I disagree. Has, has I disagree. I disagree with I think that. He has the same, but the, the weird thing, I thought I thought that they... <laughs> I, we'll, we'll get into <laughs> it in a little bit. We'll get into it in a little bit. But I think that Paul George is like, he fits any system. Any, so, like, he's fine. Yeah. The yeah. problem is, is, like, when you're in the clutch, and the Sixers have this problem, I mean... I thought it's a Doc Rivers. It was a Doc Rivers slash, I think, Harden problem. I mean, I don't know who's more to blame, but it's just you're just kind of sitting there, not really in the play as like Kawhi's like in the mid range trying to work a shot. If he needs to like kick it out, like you catch it, but you won't shoot it because you're not ready, and you and you have to reset the whole whole play. I really disagree because I've seen Ty Lue with. Excuse me. With none of his superstars in oh, 2021, George. he was special. In 2021, yeah, was special. special. And I thought last year playoff run could have been better if they had at least one of them. They they didn't get blown out by Phoenix, even though they lost the five. And Russell Westbrook played his behind yeah. off looking phenomenal. And we all writ him off thinking that it was time for him to retire. Yeah. Like if they had Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, my biggest issue with the Clippers is never Tyloo because Tyloo's a phenomenal coach. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Mm. My issue with the Clippers has always been. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George because it helped, and now you add the aspect. If I actually no, I'm gonna go to this season. Now they they're healthy, mm-hmm. they're playing great. You trade for James Harden, which nobody said you needed to do. Mm. I was thinking more Miami needed to trade for James yeah. Harden because they needed a superstar to the team up with Jimmy Butler. You didn't need James Harden, so then you trade from you overpay for James Harden in terms of the trade aspect, giving away two uh no a total of four draft picks. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I four, think two of their own first. Two first. Sure. And then a pit swap. And a pick swap. So they gave away a, a lot of stuff with James Harden. Fine, you get P.J. Tucker. But P.J. Tucker is now like is one of your uh, big men because you got you gave away Nick Platoon, Robert Covington, King and Martin Jr., and et cetera. Dog, mm-hmm. like, it's, and this is the main issue is that they – Paul George and Kawhi can play off ball. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook can't. Yeah. To the, like, Which is he weird can't. because and he's James definitely can for the Clippers. Like yeah. they, they've been really good when he's on the court. I think when you, I, I, but then you add Harden, and then it's it's all, it's all over the place. Now they, I will cut them a little bit of slack, only because it's what four games. And yeah, but it's two, it was a they didn't score hundred points. It took oh. the it took the it took the loss to Dallas for them to break hundred points since the James Harden trade, and now they broke hundred points again against Memphis. I will say the loss to the Nets and the loss to the Grizzlies was. Pitiful, pretty much. That was now when they played the Mavericks on Friday. As we know, I'm sure you all saw the clip of Kendrick Perkins. Uh, I mean, Luca always. Does oh, that was that. hilarious! Oh my god, Luka that was hilarious! Oh, I got man. PTSD watching that clip from Kendrick Perkins. You might need to add that to the. You might need to add that to the soundboard. I might have because that is, that was. I didn't know what he was about to do, but that no, was hilarious. I was, like, I was like, this man might get himself fired when he started. I was like, what is he doing? And, and he, I'm mad because I picked the Clippers to win that game. And really, Luke, Luke, yeah. I always forget. Always begin. Luca do bust the Clippers. Oh yeah, you know, it's like one of those random things. You're Oh, the Mavericks do own the Clippers. Like I forgot all that the they time, do. All the time. But the, and I saw this clip last night, and it was James Harden dribbling the ball. He top of the key. I'm actually like right. I'll say right. It was right wing side top of the key. 
Mm-hmm. Dribbles the ball, rubs his shoe, rubs the other shoe. Step back oh, three. Oh, I oh, say, man. yo, dog. You can't wipe your shoe in air ball. You yeah. can't air ball. And who was that guy? What's his name? Oh, oh Demon. Nah, I messed up his name. But the, the one guy on the Grizzlies, he's like their backup. Uh, I think it's all... Aldama, Aldama, yeah. Sorry uh, if he's listening, but like, <laughs> like, man, like, with all due respect, like, he, he's kind, con- like, he is a liability on defense, and you just he, he's minus he twenty eight. He was minus twenty eight last night. Yeah, and he airballed a shot from the corner too, would have tied the game. Oh yeah. man, like, it's just, it's the worst just now, like, I will say, he did hit a great three before that airball. He, he was one too. for seven. That's yeah. what the great three you're talking about <laughs> yeah. is the only three he hit. Yeah, like James Harden to me, it's really sad because like, and I know you feel this way too, Doc. But like, I was so I mean, I love James Harden, man. I mm-hmm. thought he was so fun to watch. I loved him when he was in Houston. Fact, he was um. He like and you know people have always hated him because they think he manipulates the the game. He's been spoiled. Okay, well, guess what? You can't do anything about it because the guy was too strong. He was too quick at the time. Uh, He was too good of a shooter. He had too good of a handle. You just couldn't stop him offensively. So all the complaints to me were just kind of bogus. He was the best offensive player in basketball, and it's been such a sharp decline for me. You know, it's not like he's a bad player, but. He can't play on most teams because, like we, like we talked about, he doesn't re- like he needed a situation where he was last year in Philly, where he had a coach that wouldn't tell him off. He could basically yep. do whatever he wanted as long as he uh, got the ball to him. He's been spoiled. X amount of times a game. Okay, look, oh, I got Joel on the uh, the ball at the block six times this game. Okay, now I can go do pretty much whatever I want. Um, it's not, you know, we obviously saw how he reverted back to his form in the playoffs, even though he did have a couple of very good games. Uh, oh, that's another thing. His playoff is a whole nother conversation. Seven against the Celtics, dude. Like, are, like, are, you, like, are we kidding? Like, no, he he was that was that was someone else, bro. That was, was a special, that was a scroll. Man. I watched Secret Invasion, bro. That was a scroll. I'm almost, I'm almost at the point where I like I might just put in my head that. Uh, it's time. He, he's retired. I think it's time. Like, he's, I, I think he's I not legit, there anymore. Oh, and I honestly, <laughs> honestly, just sad man. I can't do it. Because now the haters are coming out full force. Oh, well, yeah, but because this is what they've like been they, waiting They're acting for. like they def- this defines his whole career. This is what yeah. James Harden, the annoying part. haters have been waiting for, is to say, look, he's inefficient, he can't play with anybody. But there is so, truth there to go. it. Like this, There is some truth to it. He's been spoiled by Daryl Morey his entire career to and, the point you Daryl Morey said, yo, screw it, right. you're gone. And now you're on the Clippers, and you can't – talk. you're one for seven from the three-point line. You were four for 12. Before you were minus – before we get into I just want to add, because I might forget it, mm-hmm. I think, and I hate to say this as well, because he's my favorite role player ever, P.J. Tucker does not belong on an NBA court oh, no. anymore. Dude, he's way too oh, old. Yeah, he, he does, yeah, not, he does not provide 37? anything. I mean, maybe 38, 38 at this now. point. I mean, it's oh like, gosh. you got a nice sneaker collection, P- dude. P.J. Like, Tucker is mainly there for the defense, but offensively, he's not going to give you much. But what's he going to give you on the defensive end when you're I, 40 years old? I don't know. He can't really guard the perimeter anymore, and at least yeah. not what he used to. Remember in that run for the Rockets a few years ago, he played center for them? Yeah, and it kind of no, worked. Wh- dude, are you serious? They if got to the second that round. Center, that was the it, bubble. It's over, bro. He's just not... I agree with Doc. Dude, I don't think he's an NBA times. player. Now that I think about that, that Rockets team, yep. <laughs> the amount of threes they used to take. <laughs> no, yeah, they had Russell Westbrook during that era, too. Oh, well, that bro. was, of course, Harden, and they blew it in game seven against the Warriors when they missed 27 straight threes. I mean, I just. I think that it. was the year before with Chris Paul. Yeah, well, he didn't. Chris Paul didn't play, and I'll always be mad at Chris Paul for not playing. You know, I understand if he really couldn't play through the injury, but. The Rockets, if they all they needed was a moment. If Chris court, Paul man. plays in that game seventy and Stolen say the Rockets are winning the title, I don't. Yeah, I but. still say no. I ain't going. I still say no. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it's hindsight at this point. It's irrelevant. I. I it, it's just that I don't know what you. Uh, James Harden might need to go to the bench, but his ego's no, not going to allow. That's the thing I was going to say because. Actually, Look, no, I'll change it back. Not, I'm, I'm going to let you go, too. I'm not Mike Need. He needs to go to the bench. Yes, because as a Harden fan, I understand that. But the problem is the NBA is a business. So you you tell James Harden he's going to the bench. It's oh, not only a problem. Play. Yeah. and But I agree with that statement because they are very good with Russ on the court. And they are also can be very good with James Harden on the court. Yeah, I don't know if they can be good at the same time. And look, I don't care who starts a game. I all I care about is who finishes a game. And you can finish with. If anything, I actually prefer you maybe finishing with Harden. I think James Harden will be better finish. Russ brings the energy right away. He he gets you running in full court speed. That's the problem with the Clippers. Also, is they have like half their lineup is built to 
push the pace, and the other half wants to bring the shot clock all the way down to five every possession. Now, as we start to wrap up segment one here, something that is the truth and final, no matter how bad his career ends, James Harden still will go down as one of the greatest scorers. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Harden. He's a Hall of Famer. With that, that wraps up segment one. Segment two coming up next. We'll be back in just a little bit. Back on the N1 podcast, episode four, your two hosts, Josh and Aiden here, joined by Doc and Aaron Hook of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Moving on to segment two, uh, injuries have kind of, you know, started to kick up a little bit here in the, I want to say this is the third or fourth week now? Of third, the I believe. Third. Yeah, I believe you're right. So some of these guys, you know, we'll start off with number one, a guy that is, you know, not shy of being on the injury report. Uh, Benjamin Simmons. <laughs> what, 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 what's hurt? What, what's he got now? I, I honestly, I just remember seeing a slight report, but I didn't read it. Left hip contusion. So, uh, but now I will say though, Ben has played better. Been well, he's been what he's been during the yeah, regular yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't been, uh, you know, he hasn't been a negative, which yeah. is a very yeah. big improvement, sadly. Which it sucks because it just I fe- I hate when I see like the Hoop Central accounts on Twitter post like his like twelve. 10 and 7 stat line they're like prime ben is back i was like they're really lying about prime because look i like again i don't like ben as a philly fan but man he, he actually was really special yeah. like he was season. really special yeah. but like so like when they say 12 10 and 7 as his prime like I, I feel disrespect that was like his worst games it's as close as you're probably gonna yeah. get though, to prime yeah. Simmons at this point if you got 18 from him oh he he must have had two breakaway or three breakaway <laughs> if you're gonna get yeah points that's what i'm saying but, like Mm. Has he scored 20 this year? No. no. So that's I, I, mean. I don't remember like, the last time Ben Simmons scored 20. Yeah. You know, like, exactly if he puts up 20 time. and like yeah. 10, then okay, maybe we're talking about Prime yeah. Simmons, but no. Another guy that's special. out for the Nets, uh, their leading scorer, Cam Thomas. <laughs> uh, his ankle, he's expected to miss two weeks. He's Ooh. a guy I'm expecting to see in the All-Star game when, come February. He's also a guy I'm very happy he's finally getting freaking – Solid minutes, yeah. Because they consistent minutes. Yeah, it's not, I don't even. Exactly. I'm not even asking for 35. I'm just asking for like he knows what he's gonna play for a game <laughs> where an hour before out there for 30, and the next yeah. game he's out there for 10. Like there's none of that anymore, which I'm very glad about. Um, uh, Averaging 26 before he got hurt too. Exactly. Now he also started what that first game of the season he had was that a 40 ball for him? I, or I think that, he was a 40. Yeah, I think uh, he's another once again uh, in a couple of years. He's going to be one of the great scorers here in the NBA. Actually, if he keeps up this year, he, once again, I said it earlier, I mean, top he, 10, top 15 scorer in the NBA if he can keep it up a I remember bit. two years ago they threw him in the G League, and he averaged like 44 points, and they were like, nah, that's it. Yeah, he like, played two two games in the G League, he's too good, and uh, this year they're actually, like you said, they're actually giving him an opportunity, similar to Maxi in a way. Um, obviously, they already have a superstar there, but they've kind of let him, along with Mikhail Bridges, there kind of just run the show. And yeah, Tam has uh, been great, so I hope he gets healthy. How long is he out for? Uh, Tam said two weeks, right? Yeah, at least yeah two weeks, okay. approximately two weeks. So not, not. not I just hope crazy. I just hope it doesn't come back and, and hurt him. Yeah, uh, because I remember uh, Maxi had like a small ankle injury at this time last year, and then he came back and it just it took him a little bit to ramp up. And I, I hope Cam Thomas like starts getting recognized. I don't want him to just like start balling it once again in March, and everyone's like, oh, you know, he does this every year, like type. Right. So I hope I hope he's all right for a team that is quite literally the definition of mid. The past couple years, the Chicago Bulls. I knew you was about to say that, too. That's a good one. A guy that I have beef with. Well, I don't have beef with him. I have beef with their GM. Pat Williams, he's day-to-day right now. He's out with a finger injury. Alex Caruso, I haven't heard a Yo, word somebody about free, him. Yo, somebody free players from Chicago, I bro. have not heard a word about Alex Caruso this entire season. I don't know what is going on up there in Chicago. He plays in Chicago. That's All I remember is him hitting that one uh, corner three to – Take the lead, I think, See, against I it was like game two that. of the season. It was it, it was like against the Raptors because the Raptors were going to Philly the next night. And I was like, oh, I wonder how they're looking under a new coach. Yo, somebody freed Demar Derozan, Zach Levine, and Alex Caruso. You got to make a trade. I'll take I'll take Caruso uh, in Philly. Yeah, you can send them our way. Yeah, I'm about to say Caruso could be right now. Uh, let's just wait a little. Yeah, bit. I think Caruso could be a good addition to anybody's team right now. Yeah, he because he can play. I mean, he can guard even uh, threes and uh, maybe even fours uh, depending on the power forward, but. He also, like, again, he's not the best offensive player, no. but he can shoot a little bit. He can cut. And in a system, and like Nick Nurse, you can make 
and pretty valuable on both ends. Another guy, this time we're going to the Western Conference. Aaron, give your thoughts on this one. Jamal Murray. Uh, it looks like he's going to be out the rest of, at least the rest of the month with the right <sighs> hamstring strain. Yeah. Hopefully he can get healthy after this, though. I mean, Denver, like, you know, uh, we've seen that uh, they've kind of picked up where they left off. They're a machine. And, um, you know, I, I think Murray is just... He's missed time the last couple of years now, and it's it's it just sucks because he's such a good playoff performer that like I I don't with these injuries and you know how I, he's got to be twenty six twenty seven now yeah. I think so like I just I I just wonder if he'll ever reach that full level like that he could possibly get to his full potential. As a player who can, you know, be good, really great in the regular season and in the postseason, um, yeah, because I, I, I like it. It's sad because he always gets injured in the regular season, and then everyone just thinks it's like, yeah, playoff Jamal Murray is real, but he's still a very good player in the regular season, mm-hmm. and it's just like, again, this is going to be another thing that adds to because he, he's going to have to ramp up when he comes back, and his regular season stats won't look so well, and then they'll discredit right. him in the regular season. Which, I mean, I'm sure he, he doesn't care. But still, I just... It sucks to see him injured as well. Uh, especially hamstring to a to a guard. Who are the Nuggets starting at point guard? Reggie. 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 True. Yeah. I, forgot, I, I keep Which, forgetting about Reggie. Colin Gillespie, Gillespie's getting uh, back up uh, point guard Another Nova guy. Yeah. yeah. I've, inter- cool. I've interviewed New him. Bronson? <laughs> I've interviewed uh, him, so... Maybe. Maybe. We'll I see. I think he... I'm glad... I'm happy Colin's getting some time because I've interviewed him. He's really a cool dude. Nice. Yeah. Right. We'll start to move a little bit quicker here as we get to some of these other names here on the injury, you know, bug. Jalen Duran. Kind of, yeah, Jalen Duran. He's out for a little bit. Uh, Man, everyone that's going through a hot start getting injured? Yeah. Kyle Lowry, he's out day to day. Tyler Hero, another dude, he's going to yeah. be out oh, for way. at least a few weeks. Mason Plum, even though Mason Plumley was out, yeah, he's he's oh a big my. beast for the Clippers. Oh my well. god, he's going through everything right now. CJ McCollum, you know the collapsed lung that there's honestly there's a chance he may not even really. What's the ETA on of a collapsed lung? Because I'm trying to figure it at out. At the moment, there isn't one for him. But like, there's a chance he that's may a not. crazy injury. I don't even but, know how he got it. Yeah, I, I, it's, he had it before though, but it's it's not an easy injury or anything like that. Actually, I don't even know if you really call it an injury. Really. It, yeah, I don't. Even, yeah, but that is just a weird one for him. And then obviously Kelly Oubre with the Sixers. Uh, Devin Booker has been out for a minute now for the Suns. I don't. Care. What was his injury? I mean, it's his calf, which you know, with NBA players, you got to be safe around it, but. Mm. I don't know when he's going to be back. Uh, LeBron was day-to-day. He didn't play against the uh, Trailblazers. And then uh, some <laughs> other guys, OG Ananobi, also day-to-day. And then Darren Fox. I was about to say, he the big one, yeah, too. Still out for him. But luckily, it does seem like he will be back. He, there's a chance he plays tonight or Wednesday, though. So there's still a chance. Actually, we'll see if uh, him playing or not decides our picks that we'll pick in a few minutes, but uh, those are some of those big injuries that are going on in the NBA. You know, we started off so well this year, and then it was only a matter of time before we knew the injury bug was going to start to hit the league. Uh, moving on to the next part here of segment to uh, some early MVP talks. Um, you know, the M- NBA.com has released, you know, their MVP ladder at the moment, and at the moment right now, Doc, I'll open it up to you as we uh, try to run through this one a little mm-hmm. quickly so we can get to our picks. Uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, understandably, kind of, is in that number one spot right now. Embiid in the two spot. Luka, three. Jason Tatum, four, which for some reason I haven't heard. Like He's been quiet. Yeah, Jason Tatum's been a little I think he had the Celtics in general. I believe he had maybe. one really good game, and I forget when. I think it was like game three or four of the year when I was like, mm, is he going to Well, he's at the point now. I think Tatum has reached that level where it's like, just so he did just put up 26, 27 every night, and we're like, he's been a little quiet. I think, yeah. I think you know, like, and we're also, I think, like, his MVP is counting on the Celtics just winning like 60, 65 games. Yeah. About that, and I think at this point, too, is that Jason Tatum, we're looking at Jason Tatum like, all right, you you could get the MVP world, but we you're at the point of your career, you need to get to a final. You got to win a championship now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Shea is at five, which oh, I respect the, it, bro. The numbers he's putting up. Sheesh. 28 7, seven boards a game. He's so good, bro. <laughs> Shay's a monster. So I hope I'm I'm hoping OKC can develop all the talent they have so they can And yeah, Chet Holgram too. Who's gonna finish with a quick question? Who's gonna finish with a better record this year? Houston Rockets or OKC? OKC. 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 
I agree. It's kind of crazy that's a question all of a sudden. <laughs> even though I like what, he was miles ahead Rodgers in the been off to a pretty good yeah. start. I'm yeah. say, I like what Ime Adoka is doing over there, but I still think OKC is still a better team. It finally seems like I can no longer call the Houston Rockets Houston AAU team. Because <laughs> it, it, oh, they're a real team now. It, yeah, it seems like <laughs> yeah. they're actually, now I will say the Hornets, they're still a little AAU ish. Ime win it. The Hornets are so AAU. Dude, I watched them play the Knicks yesterday. I mean, dude, Lamelo is like that one kid who's like, who's like, Lamelo's like the one kid who like the uh, the sixteen U team has to call down to play with him. It's like, so like, yo, Lamelo, like, yeah, yeah, you got like two hours for your next game. Just play for us, dude. Like it's it's crazy. He might leave. He he might leave. Uh, honestly, there's he can only be. I don't know how much more years he has on his contract, but uh, yeah, if nothing changes down if there, not, I think you got to extend it actually this all season. It's not a well-run organization. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Brandon Miller has been a little bit better than I thought. Got injured the other uh, day. Yeah, too. I think like I think he'll be okay, but there isn't much else. Like, Miles Bridges, I think, will play for them uh, at the end of this week. Oh, um, man, his, like, court case got moved to, like, February. Like, it's just, it's a mess, Dog, man. I forgot about that. Yeah, his court case just, like, yeah. literally got announced yeah. that it's getting moved to, like, I legit February. thought he was out of the league. <laughs> yeah. he, may, if, he may get booed his first home game. Oh, yeah. It may happen. If any of the fans down there have some common sense. Right. To do. Any beef, uh, anybody with the top five uh, MVP um, standings at the moment? Nah, I, yeah. I, think, I, it, I think it's I feel accurate. Like you might have to add Tyrese Maxey. Oh, okay, I was like, just say, like just at the end. Like, at, well, I will say six, seven, eight, nine, ten is questionable. Curry, Edwards, D. Mitch, well, Edwards, Tyrese, get in there as well. Halliburton at nine. Ooh, I don't hate that. I don't hate and that. And then Giannis at ten. I I very much question. Good. This is where I don't know who I want to put Tyrese somewhere in that bottom. Know. That six to ten, but I don't know who to take out. Tyrese right now, technically he's he would be fifteenth. He would he. Oh yeah, I see. They I have Dame above him. You give it a little more time, and Maxi will start climbing. I don't see how on a team. I'm gonna say Dame is hurt, ain't he? With Giannis and Dame, neither of those guys should be top five MVP. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Giannis, I mean, I know he's been up there every year, but now he's got a co-star, so it's just yeah. not. You know what I mean? It's just I'm gonna say they got Anthony Davis at twelve. I think, I think yeah. Edwards should be uh, a little higher. But yeah, who are too. you? Who are you gonna say? I was gonna say I, honestly. I would say that, but Steph Curry's above him, and then you got the top five. There's really yeah, like yeah, he's doing better fair, than Shea. Fair. So like, the Timberwolves actually are winning games. Anthony Edwards is really really good yeah. too. Um, he's been balling. I was gonna say honestly, at this point. Embiid should probably be ahead of Jokic. I know mm. Jokic has the Dottie assist number. This is the first time I've ever he seen. Yeah, this, he would have never seen. Honestly, see, um, the thing is, it's like, just Embiid is just such a he's such a more of a factor defensively. He's a free. As much as I, more, I, think, I think he might. Like, I, I hope. Like, I don't care about MVP right now, honestly, because like like I said earlier, we got one. I just I hope he gets more respect, respect in the defensive player of the year. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. he's great defense. Like it, it feels like they they've been yeah. automatic. Like he had a chance to win it. I think in his like first year playing with Ben Simmons, and then like Fultz messed up his face and he messed up missed missed like fourteen games or something, so he didn't win it. But like since then, they've been like kind of just never putting his name back in the in right. the mix, even though he's kind of always deserved it. Because I remember he we the Sixers were like a top like eight top like maybe five defense with like a. Tyrese rookie Tyrese Maxey like the like second year when he didn't yeah. really improve defensively and Seth Curry in the backcourt and they somehow were like a top five top seven <laughs> defense like I feel like that just needs to be yeah. an Embiid award but I I hope and I do kind of agree that maybe Embiid should be one but right now look I I can't really hate there on Jokic because Jokic also doesn't have Jamal Murray anymore so I think he's he's going to be a clear That's favorite true. the rest there of the way somebody that we're missing and his name is Luka Doncic Ooh. That's oh my true. gosh! He is three, he's, he and is he's about to average a triple double from the looks of it. Is yeah. thir- thirty nine nine and eight. Mm. Oh my like, yeah, Luca. Honestly, I mean, two, it's, so, it's only a matter of time before he wins the MVP. Luka, I'm telling you, like Luca, like could be a MVP, about to be an MVP winner for the I'm next you, two oh, years. Yeah. Two years ago, I thought it was going to be like Embiid, Jokic was going to turn into Luca Tatum, but. All this, like Embiid, Jokic just aren't going away. No, but not. like Luca might join that the top three, and they honestly might give it to like if the Mavericks win games, like he should get like if they're a top three they're, seed, yeah, they're, like they're not going to be a top three seed. So, see, that's a problem. Well, but if they you are, don't know he, that he, they're eight he, he and two it. right now, and the West I, is I, not as I think that deep, the way they play defense, because then that's I'm saying that respectfully because they don't play defense is going to yeah, come back and haunt them at the oh, for sure. <laughs> that's why, but that's why, like if if he finds a way to get like a top three, maybe maybe four, depending on his numbers, if they're like a much better, uh, I think he he deserves it. Yeah.
All right, moving on to the last part of today's show, picking tonight's games. Only four games tonight. And I, I know who I'm say, picking. Well, <laughs> you know, I would, uh, and I know which, and I'll go to you first on the first game. I would pick who I think you're picking, but it's a back-to-back, and I no, it's true. No. can't go with that <laughs> when you're traveling up from down south, going up yep. north to Boston. But game number one, the Knicks and the Celtics will we'll go for all these games. We'll go Aaron, Josh, myself, and then Doc will round us off. Uh, Doc, uh, Hook, my bad. Now, first. the Knicks, this is a scary name for me. I'll admit it. However, I'm picking the Knicks to win because they have historically played Boston well. I don't think that it's going to be That's a, fact. a route or anything. I mean, look, Boston played well against them on opening night. Porzingis had his little yeah. return to the Garden where he went off. Sure. Okay, fine. All fine and dandy. I think the Knicks for the first three, four games of the season were just so out of sorts. Um, I think now they're starting to really kind of come back to that identity that was there last year. Uh, I think the Nets pull it off tonight. I think Randall has been better. Uh, I hope he continues it tonight, even even if he doesn't. Um, I think RJ and Brunson, uh, if they can each hit 25 tonight, I think the Nets have a pretty good chance to win. So uh, I'll, I'll take the Nets. This is tough because... The the Celtics are a really great team, but like you said, like the Knicks, they they just match up well. Like they, it's a dog battle between them all the time. And if like, I also give credit to Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is playing very good. Oh, playing very I know great Mitchell recent. Robinson's been playing well. Like Mitchell Robinson's been playing good too. But oh, he's been playing a little above average, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how he's been playing. Let it go. It's fine. I'm Start out the season. He was. I'm, not. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he held Wimby to 0 to six. So, mm, yeah, uh, when, but when it, this, been, uh, this game quiet. is. Oh my god! <laughs> I might go boss. I'm gonna go Boston. Yeah. Fair. Short and simple for me. Honestly, I would have picked the Knicks because they do match up great, but because mm-hmm. it isn't back-to-back, that fatigue, definitely I see factor and then give me the Celtics. See, I'm going to take the Knicks, but for the same reason you're taking the Celtics. I think the back-to-back early in the season helps mm. teams. I think they get in more of a think rhythm. Helps Julius? Like, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But, I, like, I think, see, look, I get your point. Back-to-backs, you know, they can be tough. I think, uh, I think, they are once you get like past Christmas, but I think yeah. early in the season, like Look, man. teams shoot better, like because they're they're you know warmed yeah. up. Um, These guys play for Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. They know what it's like mm-hmm. to be running for forty minutes. <laughs> so and also, yeah, right. it's just the, the, the Knicks and and uh, TD Garden. I was almost said Madison Square Garden. TD Garden, just for some reason, just always, have, at least make it close. They always play the Celtics well. The last few years, they have played them well. It's not like Boston has like blown them out. I don't think in any. Game in the and last they two haven't. three years, so and Boston. I mean, the the two respective teams they played this year in the Timberwolves and Sixers, and I'll include the Pacers, even though it was very early. Like, oh, they clapped the Pacers. They, they clapped the Pacers, <laughs> but they lost to the Timberwolves and Sixers. Like, mm, like they played them well. Uh, I think the Knicks will play them well, and hopefully. You guys make the Celtics tired because we have another game against them on Wednesday. That game's at Doc seven. Rivers be on the call. And that's an in game, is it not? Uh, tonight? No, no, no. no in no. season game on since no, we, Celtics. We're, we, uh, that's Tuesday, ain't it? We're Pacers, Hawks. We, I think Pacers, right, Pacers. You guys aren't even Pacers, in the same. Hawks, Cavs. Oh, Pacers, Hawks, Cavs. That's Tuesday, right? That's so weird. Um, the Hawks game's away. Is Hawks it? game is away, okay. I think. Or no, the Cavs game's away. Hawks game is home. Getting close to 4.30 here. That Knicks Celtics game, 7.30 on NBA TV. Next game, uh, some would say the Battle of Mid-Wizards and the Raptors. Raptors. Uh, Aaron. Uh, I'll, go with, I'll go with Toronto, yeah. Yeah. You, you said any, unless any ba- – oh, wait, Raptors home? Oh, Raptors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Raptors. I'm taking the Raptors as well. The Wizards offense is literally Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma and whoever else can – Get it in the basket that right. day. That's yeah. really, what and it is. really varies on on the attractiveness of the ladies. I was just that. about to say that. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jordan Poole was balling. I was there. <laughs> if it's on the higher end of this, oh, dude. Look, Doc, I'm, I'm taking the Raptors. <laughs> we all acknowledge you're a very handsome guy. I'm but here to tell you right now. I don't know. I don't know if Jordan Poole is, is showing out for you. Oh, I was in the nosebleeds. I, I, really wish, I really wish I had something for that. Like, I don't, but it, I do, but it's not loud enough. <laughs> All right, game number three of four the Bulls and Bucks. This one's in Milwaukee. Bulls are four and six, Bucks five and four. So, uh, you know, record wise, not too much difference between them, but I will say it does appear Lillard. It's a game time decision, so he's still up in the air. But I'm probably still going to take the Bucks. Anyway. Bucks, yeah, Bucks. 
They better not let me down, man. Clean sweep? Clean sweep. Mm, They better not let me down. No thoughts there. And then game four tonight, 10 o'clock NBA TV. Oh, this could be a good one. Well, actually, Mm. I forgot Darren's not playing. So, wait, no, no, no. I don't like watching the Kings without Darren. It was tweeted that he could return to the lineup tonight. Uh, uh, I'll find it. I think it it was right before we we started recording. He could, but. Cavs and Kings. Who wants to open up that one? I mean. I mean, unless Darren Fox plays, I don't think the, I think the Sacramento Kings don't have it. They can't win. What does that say? So, Kings All Star Darren Fox is expected to return to the lineup as soon as tonight or the Wednesday at the Lakers. Sources, yeah. So him, we'll so. we'll find out. He's probably a game time decision. This I'm going Cavs. Sacramento. I'm going yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think Sacramento wins it. I'm gonna take the Cavs. Honestly, see the Cavs, man. Like I want to like them, but. They just they got question marks. They got huge question marks, and it obviously starts off with the two centers. Um, Yo, they got to step up. Yeah, and then both of the yeah, both of them have been pretty disappointing, and then also like Mitchell's been good, and then even Garland's been a little disappointing as well this yeah, year. I mean, it's yeah. early. I'm not saying like you write them off, but like for this game tonight, like I think the Kings. Uh, win I, this. If Darren Fox doesn't play, yeah, I think the Cavs. So. I'm taking the Cavs. Me. Uh, for me, it's just the Kings, since De'Aaron Fox has been out, they've kind of struggled a little bit to find some rhythm offense, really. Right. And a guy that's game one of the season, Harrison Barnes, I think he had 30 or something like that. Bro has not had more than 15. I'm about to say, I haven't heard him talk since. about since that 30-point yeah, game. He hasn't had more than 15 points since. So he's another guy that, you know, Hopefully you can get some points scored here for the but Kings. I, I'm like Doc. I'm with Doc with the Cleveland with the question mark because a lot of people predicted Cleveland to be much better than they are now. Mm. Again, it's still early, but I mean, Struess was giving them games and they got like Niang off the bench to add like spacing. I yeah. think Niang's. Been but not only that, man. Mobley and Allen just don't seem like they are taking that. Like especially but, after yeah, they got, when's Mobley going to take the leap, man? Yeah. Like, I thought I was, I had Mobley above Jalen Green pre draft, and I was pretty ha- happy about that, but I was assuming well, Mobley was going to take a in leap. In what sense? It's just like offensively? Like, yeah, it's I mean, just defense, hard. defensively, he's great. I know. Just having an impact. It, it's yeah. just hard to, I think with Donovan Mitchell on your team, it's not an excuse, but I think it's kind of hard when you have two guys who are ball dominant, Darwin and, and Mitchell. And not in the sense that they won't facilitate, in the sense that, like, you know they're gonna they're gonna have the highest usage rate by far. You know the offense is gonna be run through Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I think no, but I'm with you. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's time too for Evan Mobley to uh, start impacting the game's game in other ways. You know what yeah, I mean? I instead, give him, instead of just being a guy who hands around the basket and is a great rim protector, I give him six months, man. He better show me mm-hmm. something for the playoffs. And if not, then he I'm just gonna assume t- he's kind of gonna stay around the same area. Yo, he's a 16 and 10 dude. That's what his stats saying right now. But I feel like yo, you can be much better in 16 and 10. Because to me, like he's athletic enough to where if he knows how to dribble, like he can be like Scotty Barnes, like where you know Scotty can dribble and drive. Like Mobley feels like he needs to be set up to score. And I don't know if that's in his head uh, of Evan Mobley, but. Do you think he has a post game? I think he he can develop it, but I don't see it being developed. And maybe that is due to the Cavs are in a win now situation, and Donovan Mitchell's having the ball in his hands is the best way I, to to win. Win now situation is very. We gotta wrap it up soon, but that's the conversation. I don't think they in win now situation. Well, but they're, they're gonna act like no. They are. I think they are. I think win now just means you have like he's not on the it's Rockets. the mindset yeah. more as the of the it's, pieces. The, I think making the trade for Donovan Mitchell last year. They oh, are no, and win a, now a, until he leaves. They are. How much? I don't he know his contract that is. I think it's just because, you know, he's not on the Rockets where, yeah, every team's obviously trying to win games, but the Rockets really weren't. They were kind of just trying to develop their young players. And meanwhile, the Cavs, like, they are they were the four seed. Like, they, they can win games because they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to try to get, you know, oh, well, I'm about advantage. to say the only way I can hear win now, but I'm like, I hear win now, I think that's, con- yeah, that's like contender. That's contender. My yeah. But when I look at the East, I'm looking, I'm looking at, because right now the only three contenders are Philly, Boston, well, Milwaukee, and Milwaukee. I'll throw Indiana in there, but it's like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's like. One big trade. Like, one, one trade away. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't I don't see the Knicks, Knicks pie can compete with Indiana. I don't think the Knicks are currently better than the Sixers right now or Milwaukee and Boston. They need to make a trade, obviously, to probably get a superstar to compete. I think Indiana, not Indiana, I think uh, Cleveland's another one. You got to get somebody to pair up with. They Donald. need a wing, man. They got Struce, yeah. but like he's not like a true wing, I feel like. he, like At least like 3 and D-wise. Okoro also just has never oh, become Lord. what. 
they have hoped oh, he would have been offensively. Yeah. I mean, he's a good defender. That's why they. That's why they picked him. But I mean, you got to be more than that at some point. Like so. it's just weird because their their roster two guards, two centers. <laughs> like that's it. And then you just have like a guy who does nothing sits yeah. in the corner. So, <laughs> all right, that just about wraps up episode four here of the N One Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, Aiden, Josh, Doc, and Aaron here on the pod today. Thank you all for tuning in, though. Make sure that you listen to wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever. Just type in Rowan Radio Sports and the N1 podcast will come up. Once again, thank you all for tuning in and have a blessed night. You've been listening to And One with your host, Aiden Butler and Josh Counts. You can find And One and every Rowan Radio podcast by searching Rowan Radio On Demand Sports wherever you find your favorite podcasts.